I want to welcome everyone back to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner, and I am the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, or SALT. And once again with us today is Don Riddle. Don serves as an elder with the church at the Robinson and Center Congregation in Conway, Arkansas. Don, welcome back, and thank you for taking time to be with us today. Thank you for having me again. Well, I'm excited to continue our discussion. We we spent a lot of time in our last session talking about the congregation and the effects that this pandemic has had on the congregation and some steps that the elders have taken to, to help them through this time and certainly the use of technology and how that's benefited the congregation and, and communicating to the congregation the various ways that uh, that all of this is playing out and how to move forward. I want to turn maybe to an area that's um, more personal in nature to some degree, and I'd like for you to share with us uh, how the elders have grown through this pandemic. How have it, how have you grown in your relationship to each other? How have you grown as leaders? Uh, how has this helped you grow in your role as elders in this congregation? Well, we've not been immune from COVID. We've had one elder's his wife's had COVID, his daughter's had COVID, another his daughter-in-law has COVID right now. Now some another elder with a a difficult uh, health issue in their family. Hmm. Uh, and so there are only six of us. Uh, we met together in the beginning by Zoom, and then we started meeting together oh, a couple months ago in a large room spread apart. And again, I say it's it's helped us all appreciate one another a lot because we see what we've had to struggle with and struggle through. Um, we understand the hurts a little deeper than we did before. So it, it's been it's been good in that sense. It's not something I say, oh, I, you know, I look forward to continuing, but but it has helped us. Uh, build trust and build uh, a sense of camaraderie that we had before, but it's deepened. That's awesome. Can you point to some things that maybe have helped you grow as leaders in the congregation? As I stated in the last session, the biggest one is, is prayer. I prayed so much more this year than I've ever prayed before. And that's been a a big influence on my life. I realized I can't be out there contacting people, but I can pray for them. I can ask God to bless their lives. I can ask God to guide them. I can ask God to use them and use us. And so that's probably been the biggest impact because you can't be with people to get into their lives as much, even though you want to and you, and you go around, we try to go around. I greet everybody at the door, like you used to do, greet everybody at the door, say, come in. Uh, <laughs> Just to let them know we're glad they're there. And I don't know all their names. People come through, and I don't honestly have a clue who they are. But you still agree with them. Yeah. And I tell you, the pandemic has certainly changed a lot of that for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we prop the doors open, even when it's sweltering and hotter, freezing cold. So they don't have to touch the door going in or out. And so we sit there and, you know, I usually I prop the door open with my body and just greet them as they come in. At least they know someone. Uh, 
is glad that they're there. So this this next area that I want us to explore is is kind of two part. One is I'd like you to tell us uh, you touched on it a little bit in our last session, but I'd like you to explore a little bit more about how the elders have connected to the members of the congregation. And how have you kept the members connected to each other? And I know that's challenging when you have a congregation that's approaching 600 people. And like you said, you have six elders. So how have you you guys connected to the members and how have you worked to keep them connected to each other? We said every time, every time we close a service, the elder leads the closing prayer. And so we try, we thank everybody for being there. And then we, Deliberately thank people who are watching us online right. for being with us. Uh, sometimes as close a connection as we can come. Uh, oh. It's difficult when you can't physically be with someone, you can't physically talk with them and touch them. Uh, so we try we t- we try to remind people to watch out for folks and 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 uh, be safe, but also be mindful of those that aren't there. And just because they aren't there, they're still with us because they may be online with us. And so we're still meeting together even though we're not together. And it's it's a weird situation, but not much else we can do right now. Yeah. Well, uh, I know in between sessions, you and I were talking and you had mentioned something to the effect of uh, a kind of a newsletter or update system that you're using about the virus. I'd like you to share that with everyone. I think that's just a vital piece to, to help congregations stay connected. For everyone that we have an email or a phone number for, and, and we send out a weekly COVID report. If someone has been there and report to us that they had, that they had tested, tested positive for COVID after being at church, we let everybody know. So uh, there is one person reported that they were at the 10 a.m. service on Sunday, and now they tested positive for COVID. Or, and the one person was there Sunday night that tested positive for COVID. Uh, and so we let everybody know that. At first, it was really, you say, oh, we're going to drive people off. But it, it helps build a sense of uh, confidence that people said, we'll let people know. When someone has been sick, and so you can take precautions. Did they talk with anybody? Did they did they stay around and 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 visit? If they did, who did they visit with? And then we let them know. Right. So, what what kind of things um, are in place for the congregation to to keep members connected to one another? Because it's obviously it's just as important, like you said, because so many people are watching online and, and people are, are concerned about meeting in person. And so there's a, a great deal of isolation. You've mentioned in some of our previous discussion about especially the elderly that a couple of the people that they barely, if ever, leave their homes. And so they, they're so isolated during this time. So what have you done or how have you encouraged them to connect with each other during this time? That's been a a real problem, but it's hard to say connecting to folks um, that that you can't be around. A lot of folks send cards to believe it or not, a lot of folks send cards. And so we've encouraged that. Um, 
we ask them to check in on people. We, uh, at first, probably for at least a couple of months, all those that were older members in our congregation that may not have someone check on them regularly, we call them every week hmm. just to see how they were doing. Uh, and from that, I still call some time and again because one of them had a, a he had a car accident. Some guy hit him, ran into him at a stop sign. Hmm. Messed him up pretty good. Uh, so we're checking in with with them. Uh, it's difficult when you have to when it, we literally when we dismiss uh, from services. We say people leave the building so we can sanitize everything again. We we, we fog everything down after, after every service. Go outside the building and visit there. That works so-so. But that's the, the rules that we are given to abide by. And they are right. checking us to see if we are abiding by those rules. Is that right? Is it uh, a state official that's contacting or how, how does that work? And contacting within the last three weeks twice, one with uh, contract tracing and one with a uh, Someone in the health department seeing how we were doing things. Hmm. Because we told them we were spacing people out in the auditorium. We we're asking them to leave. We're, we're, we're going in and fogging the entire auditorium after services uh, on every time we meet. Um, and we're asking people to go outside. And that meets their requirements. But they have asked us. Wow. That, this is the first time I've heard of that happening with any congregation where someone was actually contacted to see what was being done, how it was being done. Yeah. Well, we had told them we were doing that uh, months ago. And I, I don't know. I'm assuming they were following up. See, are you still doing that? <laughs> because of the virus replicating so quickly, um, are we going Are we going to get blamed for it? And no, we're not. <laughs> it's not coming from us. Everybody has been in congregation has caught it somewhere else. No one's caught it at church. Nobody. Right. So as as we look into 2021 and, and obviously in hopes that things are are going to improve, that, that it's going to get better and hopefully in time that we'll be able to fully meet uh, as congregations. What what else, what kind of plans do the elders have in place as they they look to move forward over the next six months or the next year? What have you guys talked about and discussed that uh, might be helpful for others as they think about their plans in moving forward? We're hoping that in March we can begin classes. And if we begin classes, we think that will bring people back in, which will pose a new problem as to how we keep meeting guidelines, which probably won't be lifted then. Right. So we've got to work that out. Uh, uh, we are beginning a men's mentoring program. We started that last week, and we're in the process of putting that together, where uh, older men will mentor younger younger men, and some of those may actually mentor college and uh, and teens. It's still a pro uh, program in process, so we don't know yet. The ladies have started a Zoom meeting uh, together. Uh, studying a, a book uh, for the next eight weeks. Um, we're looking, we want to get our college work going again because we were, we had a good college class going and that has 
been somewhat decimated by all this. Sure. Um, we have our theme for last year and our theme for this year is Be the Good. We've actually put that on T-shirts. If people want one, if people want one, they can buy one. Uh, and I was thinking about buying one and saying, "Be the good on the front," and on the back saying, "I'm talking about me." That's about as far out as we can go. We've we've talked about this, and 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 right now, with with within the past week, the case has been surging so much. We can't make any plans until things right. settle down. And then people have enough uh, trust that they can get back together again. Sure. And then I think our biggest task will be, or one of our biggest tasks will be, who's not here, where are they, and why aren't they coming? And it may be a variety of reasons, but I don't know the answers to those questions yet. Right. So, and, and I realize every congregation is different. And and the, the dynamics are different. The the, a, the demographics are different with every congregation and perhaps even more so the cultures are so different from one state to the next and, and even from one congregation to the next, even if it's in the same town. But just kind of thinking in general overall, based on some of the things that we've talked about and, and your understanding of all of this, what suggestions would you make? Uh, for elders and or congregations to consider as they move forward, what would you what would you share with them or tell them that might help them as they consider how they want to move forward? First of all, elders can't do it themselves. They can't do a lot with themselves. It's it's not possible. I mean, we have we have six hundred people in services, and there's six of us. That's a hundred people. You can't talk to all those people, right? So. We're also beginning to engage the, the deacons and say, we need your help to do this. We can't do it ourselves alone. It's not possible. And if they always try to do it just by themselves, you're going to get, especially I'm retired. And we have one other elders retired. Everybody else works. Right. So if you're working and trying to do all this yourself, you're going to run out of energy. Uh, so you're going to have to it. And uh, get the help of every deacons and get the help of of others to, to get out there and to be the eyes, the ears that you can't be, eyes, ears, and mouths that you can't be. Right. Uh, that's the only thing I know of right now. Because, like I said, we're flying by the seat of our pants, uh, uh, and we just go. We have to. Unfortunately, we have to go with the flow right now. We love the plan. We'll do it this way, this way, this way. But I, I doubt seriously that we'll be able to get people all together before the summer. Uh, hopefully by the summer. Well, I know that uh, it's with the fluid nature of this whole pandemic and, and how it changes on a daily basis um, that, that it's very challenging. But I want to thank you, first of all, for your work as a shepherd in Lord's Church. Uh, I just think it's such a, a needed task. And, and certainly across this country and around the world, we need more men who are willing to take on that responsibility. And so uh, I want to thank you. And I, I ask that you pass that appreciation on to the other men there at Robinson Center. I love 
love you guys and just appreciate the relationship that we've had over the years. And I, I can't thank you enough for taking time today to to spend with me and talk about some of these areas. And I know that the information will be so helpful to all who hear them. And, and so just thank you. I, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. I, I just say, you know, don't do it in your own strengths. You don't have enough strength to do it. That's right. Well, thank you again. And, and thank you to everyone who's listening. I uh, just appreciate you taking time to listen to these podcasts. And I pray that the information that you hear will help you and help your congregation as you push through and move forward in this time of pandemic. God bless.